With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody get now live on the Middleman Radio. This is Al. This is Kevin. And this is Tim. Good. Yeah, man. I'm going down. Another Sunday. Another Sunday. I'm ready for this one. I bet. <laughs> yeah. GP rough. GP doing the Birdman hand rubs on topics like this, man. What you talking about, boy? <laughs> I, it's important, man. You know why? Because. uh I mean, realistically, these, as Andre 3000 said, or Big Boy said in one of their rhymes, these are the future mama of our children. Yes. Come on, man. Come on now. Yes. Yes. If they don't want to see that, they better wake up. Shout out to our man, Nick Eaton. I don't know where he is. Shout out to you, homeboy. Yeah. Nick probably, uh... He came in Thursday. He actually clocked in and everything. Hit the time clock, came in. I'm like, hey, I was shocked. I'm like, hey. I don't know. I don't know. Good. Even though y'all was clowning me Thursday about my voice, I'm kind of almost back. You know, I didn't appreciate the whole me singing at a Beyonce concert at the top of my lungs, dude. You know my doggone throat was hurting. <laughs> I did not go to a Beyonce concert. No. That's how you said it. Man. I did not sing the high parts in her her show. It. No. That's I don't even know any words of those songs. Yeah, you sounded like you could have uh, recorded your own version of uh, Red Fox, uh, Greatest Hicks, man. <laughs> jokes. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got jokes. Gene, you see how you do me? I see. It's just pitiful. It's just pitiful. Yeah. It's okay. I'm I was concerned you about you. Type. I heard that you were, you know, under the weather. So your voice was all messed up. Uh, Somebody just about to do. <laughs> but anyway, this past weekend was um, the 50th anniversary on the March on Washington. Um, very, it was a very exciting um, event. I saw a lot of pictures. I wasn't able to go, of course, but I saw a lot of uh, pictures of uh, so my fraternity brothers and other sororities and fraternities uh, there as well, representing as usual. Um, a lot of great speakers. Um, I wish I could have been a part of it, man. I feel you, man. That's part of history. But one thing I can say is that my local chapter that I'm a part of, we did our um, 
our own version of it. It's just like a little mini uh, walk that we um, that we did at uh, our uh, regional meeting back in uh, April. Right. And news came out, and they took pictures and everything, and it was on the news, and a lot of uh, people who had an impact in the civil rights movement uh, during that time, we also gave awards to. So we also recognized those members of the civil rights movement who were a part of that movement. Um, they all got some awards. So um, I can't say I was a part of that that part of it. So. I just want to ask this question, and I don't mean to sound funny when I say this, but, I mean, I'm all for honoring, you know, the past and, and what, you know, our, our ancestors and our family members mm-hmm. and all that, what they did, man. But don't you think it's a time for us to change up some things somewhere along the line? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, how long oh, yeah. we going to keep marching and how long are we going to keep singing these songs, man? Because it's docile. we're very docile when it comes to this. I'm just I, I wondering how we're going to do this. Well, I think we're not marching. We're not. We're not showing up how... I, I was actually watching... Um, C-SPAN had a coverage of, you know, uh, they had a really great... You know, coverage of the old march, and then they had the the Meet the Press from you know 50 years ago, and then they had a thing where Harry, Harry Belafonte and Cindy Portier and mm-hmm. Marlon Brando, all of them were were speaking. And I don't think people are as connected to the movement that should be going on right now as they were back then. We're not marching. No. We're not doing because, those no. things because Jimmy, no, you you they think. made it so. It's commercialized right now, you know. Martin, I yeah. mean, like Martin Luther King, man. I've I've heard of a comment about, uh, you know, they're speaking to some young men at one of these mentoring programs out here, and one of the young men, they was asking, "What did you learn about Martin Luther King at school?" He was like, "Well, I learned that he was from Atlanta." You know what I'm saying? Like that's all these kids, you know, look at yeah. them as this. Okay, he's, he's on the bottom of the McDonald's tray. Us as parents to educate your children personally and to to try to show them, you know, yourself. You, you know, you can't right. depend on the school system. It's up to you. Like a lot of people don't know, like when he died, you know, the same things that Barack Obama and, you know, the the things that are, you know, in front of the, the Congress and Senate now are the same things that, you know, he was working on when he died he was in right. Tennessee because he was working on job reform. Job yeah. reform is yeah. a big issue now. So it's right. just like it's up to us as parents to educate and not depend on a system to educate our our children about who we are. I right. agree. I agree. And, and, and our teens our teens are not like the teens from back in the day cuz the the teens that was actually in those marches were the teens you know, they were like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. You know, those were the ones out there marching and doing the freedom rides and, and you know, getting out there getting bloody. You know, it was a lot more of them versus some of the elders. Um, I, I actually got a chance to go and watch Lee Daniels, the butler, last night. Oh, how did you like really that? I know Jen said she seen it. Man, y'all going to just leave me out there like that? Man, that. I that loved it. A, I thought it was good. Yeah, that's a must-see. That's a must-see move. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that, um, I mean, you know, you know, you know about history, but this movie actually brought out a lot more with it because this man's son was involved with the history. He was involved with the creation of what went on with the civil rights movement. So, right. um, I mean, it showed a lot. 
it showed a lot. I mean, so it, it was it was a real good movie. Um, it's it's two hours. It's a two hour movie, and you gonna meet. You know, it's gonna it's gonna make you want to watch the whole two hours. You know, it's not one of those two hour movies that's like ah, this part there, but I'm trying to you know get to the next thing. No, the whole movie is good. Oh, I yeah. think one of the Let things that a, that the movie addressed, which is important, is that they have a scene where uh, um, the butler's son is speaking to Martin Luther King, and he's speaking to yeah. him about his. There was a, a shame associated with that his father was a butler, but Martin exactly. Luther King told him that the the American domestic, the the African American domestic, you know, the butlers, the maids, play a, a very important role. In, in our lives, and it's just like all facets of our history. You know, now people don't want to talk about it. I see it on my Facebook page. Oh, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to bring it up. That was the past. Each one of those people, the, from the slaves to the the maid to the, uh, you know, the jet, all those people, you know, are part of the fabric of who we are, and, and it's important to remember them and to honor them. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So, well, as long so as if you we, haven't got a chance to see it, it'll work. Yeah, as long as we keep it going, as long as we keep, because you know, I, I still think that I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to Black History, I'm not opposed to Black History Month, but I think it needs to be Black History Daily. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I, I don't think we should even look at it as Black History. We are American a part history. of world history. Right. We're, we're a part of this world, and and when we start to be incorporated in world history, uh, you know, telling our children the first university in the whole universe was, you know, located in Africa, in Timbuktu. We're a part of this, the world map. It shouldn't be separated. Right. It should just be integrated into regular history. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, great movie. Um, y'all go and check that out, man. Check it out. Lee Daniels, the butler. Go watch. It's, it's a must-watch. So, don't do it illegally. Go watch it for real. <laughs> but um, on to today's show today. Um, this show is an ex- inspired show. Um, by uh, um, I was actually posted in the actual thread of a um, a post that this guy made, a guy by the name of uh, Mac Major, uh, made a post about he's tired of sexy black women. So, of course, when you click on the actual feed of it, you see these, you know, these three beautiful black women, you know, but of course, the way they're posing, they're posing so you can actually see what they possess. Um, and under the post, he gives very detailed arguments about why he's tired of, you know, sexy black women. Great topic of today's show. <laughs> um, you know, in today's society, we, we see sexy as, you know, becoming a most important characteristic for some women, not all, but for some women, you know, from the size of their breasts, their booty, their lips, and their length of hair, eyelashes, etc., has led to the epidemic of trying to find their pursuit of being happy and sexy. So, but what does sexy mean? You know, we want to know what that means. And anybody who's listening on the web or if you're on the line, you know, let us know what your definition of sexy is. But it's always good to have something to look at, but also what about what do you bring to the table? You know, is it always good to have that 20 but not the 80? Or is it good to have an 80 versus a 20? I don't know. So we want to discuss what makes a black woman sexy. Everyone has their own, you know, preferences of what they like and what they don't like. 
Uh, what makes a black woman desirable to, for her king? What characteristics do men really look for in a wife? And like I said earlier, does that 80-20 rule really matter? Um, do men really want a woman who looks sexy and, or, and can do acrobatic things in the bedroom but cannot cook or clean? What will the next generation consist of? Will it consist of a society of sexy, unmarried women with a bunch of kids? Or would it consist of a society of educated, motherly, supportive wives? So we want to get into that discussion. We also have some other things which we're going to point out on this show as well, um, such as the twerk videos. And if you just Google the word sexy, that what comes up, a lot of twerk videos. Uh-huh. So that's what we're coming to. So, And does that define sexy? So we want to hear what you guys have to say. Let your voice be heard on the Middleman Radio. The number to dial in and call in for your comment is 718-508-9972. The phone lines are open. Um, if you're on the line, just press the 1 on your phone, and we'll definitely get to your comment. If you're on the chat board, you can place your comments there. If you don't feel like talking live, whatever, we'll definitely get to you. Um, but we definitely want to hear what everyone has to say. And if anybody knows uh, this guy, Mac Major, please hit him up and tell him to uh, call into the Middleman Talk Show. I did send him a, uh, a message, and he did receive it, so I don't know if he's listening live or will call in. But we definitely want to hear if he has anything to say. Um, so let's, let's, I mean, let's get into it, man. Birdman Rule. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we know that's all we see. Yeah, man. I mean, let's let's, let's talk about these twerk videos first. Alright, but hold, hold on Before we Every week. Start, man, let, let's let it be known We do have a woman on the phone So yes, she we can do. give her aspect to it Jen, we know you carry yourself a certain yes, way I, and yes, with I, all that. I have a lot to say So don't you know, don't worry about me I have okay, a lot I, to say I want to hear so, from some of your friends out there Because I know they listen yeah, Exactly That's what I want to hear from But let's let, let, let <laughs> Go ahead so what is sex? I mean, like, is sexy the twerk videos or, I mean, what? Because if you look on the Internet now, everybody's posting up a video. I mean, even, you know, Miley Cyrus has several twerk videos now. You know, we all know Miley Cyrus is Hannah Montana, Disney Channel, Billy Ray Cyrus daughter. But, I mean, is that the norm? I mean, is that what's, what's need to be accepted? Is that what's need to be accepted by, you know, guys? Yeah, yeah, I'm a guy. I like looking at booty shaking. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. But does that define what sexy is in a woman, though? Um, I'm going to say this as a man. To me, I think the total package is sexy, man. Like, like um, you know, realistically, getting to know a woman and see where her mm-hmm. mind is now, yes, you do have to have that physical attraction, she, you know, nobody wants to really date a quote-unquote dog-faced ugly person. Let's call it for what it is. That's what people yeah. But at the same time, let's keep it real. And, and once you mature, and that, a lot of it goes back to maturity, maturity, or however you want to pronounce it. But when a man gets to a certain point in his life, he realizes that that beauty is going to be gone. As our good exactly. friend Dr. Reed um, so eloquently stated on his comment on our Facebook page. But true sexiness is more than just the outwardly appearance, man. It's a whole lot that goes with that, When especially for a woman, how she carries herself, how she presents herself, her confidence, you know what I'm saying, right. her curvature, you know what I'm saying. Right. I, I'm going to keep it real. I ain't the one with the, the horse hair. I don't like the horse hair. I don't like the horse hair. 
or the fake hair. It's not hair horse from, hair. I'm just saying, I don't like the horse hair. I don't like the hair from overseas. Just saying. It's, but it's not. her natural it's beauty, how she look without okay. that makeup, that's sexy to a brother that know better. That's my opinion. All right. All right, but what about, okay. like, the current? Go, go, go ahead, Jen. Go ahead, Jen. Well, personally, I think that one of the key things that you said is, you know, as you mature, you know, we have to look at a lot of anything to be sexually appealing. And sexually appealing and sexy don't equate. And it takes a, a man, a real man, to know the difference, you know, of, of you know, being sexually, you know, appeased and, and being sexy and what sexy means. And I think that you have a lot of boys out here and, um, you know, promoting their vision of what sexy is and not real men because real men don't think, you know, equate the two as, you know, the same. Well, you, you so can call them boys all you want, Jen. You can call all of them boys. You can say whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, it still takes them seeing what that is, first of all, from their mama. Let's keep it real. All right, but what if their mother is out there and and, and doing it? Now, That's when you get the guys where, that. I mean, they gonna go after I mean, it, huh? I don't think we're going to play this game of blame the woman for how men objectify, you know, so many women. Oh, you know, know, men objectify women to make them sexual objects. Look at TV. Look at videos. Look at all of You have these little boys who are confused, who, who never had good examples, and they, they are confused, and then they put this as the poster child of, of what they should want in a woman. That's not fair. You don't blame it on the women. It's not all our responsibility. Okay. All right, all right, but some women do that too. Some women look at it as, if you ain't tall, dark, and handsome, I don't want you, meaning if you're uh-huh. over six foot, you ain't uh-huh. my type. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of guys are not over six foot. A lot of guys are like, Five, five, up to five, ten. Like you know, you're not going to find a whole bunch of guys that are over uh, six foot that are dark and handsome. Like you may find a guy that's over six foot. He may not be what you as far as looks and all, and then he may be out of shape. Then what? You know what I'm saying? Like the slims are, you know, of of picking up small, but you guys do it too. You know what I'm saying? Like especially when you know everybody was so hung up over Morris Chestnut. So hung up over Denzel Washington. So hung up over uh, uh, what's the light skinned guy with the eyes, the bald headed dude? Uh, uh, man, I don't know them dude. Boris Kudo. Um, him, um, all of them. You know what I'm saying? The whole uh, best man um, roster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want you guys looking like them. But those are fictional characters. You know what I'm saying? Those guys. You know, some of them are married, some of them are not. But those guys actually have. You know what I'm saying? That that. One in a million look, you know, saying that look distinctive. Y'all do it too. I mean, it's but, but, you know, but you know what? Well, I think that both of us, hold on, men and women, well, let me say this. I think both of us, men and women, are victims of commercialism. We are. Exactly. There we go. All right. I can say victim of commercialism, but I think we as how we look at it, and I'm speaking for us on the phones and those that are listening, we need to look at it from the standpoint of we know men do this, we know women do this, but at the same time, the resolve of it all is we have to realize when we're doing this. You know what I'm saying? And when yep. we look at a society where everything, as you said, our twerk videos and all that, what would they always say? Like you said, the commercialization of it, Jen, sex sales. But right. in recent years, 
sex have been oversold. And it has become yes. the number one facet of our society. You can look right. at a doggone, uh, 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 doggone cornflake commercial now, and you're going to find something sexual about it. Or, or some mm-hmm. a woman drinking out of a straw on a Coke commercial. Come on. That's overly sexualizing. And now it is crazy that we continue to just, just sit up here and, okay, well, men do this, men do that. We know black women do what they do. We know black men do what they do. But I, I, I always say, Jen, that whole feminist outlook messes up a lot of y'all. Yeah, you mad at me it's about that? It's not a feminist outlook real. to think yeah. that men okay, objectify okay, okay, women. Okay, well, answer this. Well, well, answer this. And if if there's some more ladies on on the line, please, you know, dial seven one eight five zero eight nine nine seven two and comment. Why do a lot of females, not all, but a lot of females, they go to the club, they wear these tight dresses, but they don't want you to touch them? Why do you do that? Why do you Why do you fish yourself up, huh? Because it's a part of the case. The the what? I mean, it's a part of the case. Part I'm not saying case. personally for me. No, 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 no. Because for one, you're either doing it to impress a guy to get a guy that don't want you, or <laughs> you're doing it to try to you know impress a female and go with the bad excuse my language, but the bad bitch syndrome. You know what I'm saying? So, is that sexy? You know what I'm saying? Because for one, if you if that's how you look going to the club, well, how, well, how you look going to church? How you look going to work? What you wear to work? Oh, 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 oh! Stop right there, church! Oh my God! Front row, breast all out, looking at the pastor mm. like that. Come on, man! A lot of our I, sisters I, out there, they just they. I mean, and it, it, it ain't this ain't dogging our sisters. It's just a. No, but I think a lot of these women who carry themselves in that manner, they have a lot of other deep-rooted issues where they don't know themselves. They don't love certain part of themselves. So they're not carrying themselves well in any aspect of their life. And why? Because mainly the root of it, a lot of these, and I'm going to be honest, they have daddy issues. They have issues where men have dogged them out. They have issues where, you know, men have objectified them to be, you know, they're always in a race to please a man instead of pleasing themselves. It has a lot to do with self-love. We talk a lot about on this show how a lot of women do not know how to love themselves. And a lot of that comes from you guys, you men, because women need their dad. And a a woman will always seek her father when she wants a mate. She will. She will always seek her father. And so a lot of these women, why they have issues with loving themselves is because of these men. Take responsibility. Jen, it it ain't even the fact of taking responsibility or however you want to say it. The point is you can give us all these emotional attributes, all these ills, these psychological, whatever they got going on. But there are a lot of women out there that overly does it, do it because society tells them to do it. And to yeah, tell you the truth, exactly. we as men... And they don't have the know-how to counteract that because they don't love themselves. But, Jen, hold on. You can say they don't love themselves, but there's some women out there that just want to look good. They want to look good to make you hate. You feel what I'm saying? Exactly. Keep it real. That's, they a call it sexy. that's a difference. Exactly. Everyone uh-huh, wants to look uh-huh, nice. Uh-huh. Everyone uh-huh. wants to carry themselves nice. Jen, feel me on this. There are a lot of brothers out there that just, you know, I mean, like, I'm I'm a father. I don't want my daughter wearing that mess just because society tells her to wear it. On top of that, you know what I'm saying, there is a certain level of sexuality to a woman that looks good without her having on boy shorts and I can see all up her neck. Mm. 
You're the same with a man. She can love herself all she wants to, but if she's doing it for the attention, she's doing it for the attention. Right. No. She's doing it for herself. It's a lot of women who look oh. nice that don't have to be naked. Look what you're just saying, your own self. A lot of, do, what do you equate a woman in a nice, you know, dress that's pretty, her hair is done, her face is done, and she hey. feels good about herself. Should Let me she tell be you punished something. for the girl in the leopard suit? Let naked. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. My wife can put on a nice sundress, and I love the curves that she got in that sundress. Women can wear sundress and be the most beautifulest things I you never... Curves Coca-Cola. I'm just saying, it leads to the imagination. But nowadays, what leads to the imagination? That's the question, Jen. Mm-hmm. So women who you... carry themselves and who leave nothing to imagination, they cannot be grouped in a lump sum because these women have bigger issues. They have self-love issues. Any woman who loves themselves and carries themselves in a disrespectful manner has issues within themselves where they don't love themselves. Jen, they don't. You give them all these. You give them all these excuses all you want, Jen. But there, I understand there are other attributes and other things that they can bring to the table, and there are other issues that <laughs> make these things happen the way that they are now, as far as them dressing the exactly. way that they dress. When you turn, but, well. you don't know the difference. When you take a young girl and she sees on TV, on BT, the videos, the magazines. Everything advertised, and it tells the Nicki Minaj is the equation of beauty. And then she looks at herself. If she doesn't love herself and know how to love herself, she won't know that she doesn't have to be Nicki Minaj. A lot of girls don't know that. Jen, you can say that all you want, Jen, but I'm going to tell you this right here. Hey, what's the first part of the title of this show? Tired of sexy. What else do you bring to the table? What else you gonna bring to the table? If that, I don't care how much you want to look at it, how much you want to blame society. There are a new breed of men, as this as this comment was stated, that are very much. I mean, not saying that we don't like looking at the figure, the sexuality of our women, but it has gotten to a point, Jen, where people are walking around naked almost. Yeah, yep. and they don't love themselves, and they don't that that's wrong. They don't <laughs> have the know how to know that there is men out there who aren't like. You know that that TV isn't reality. That they they want you, they're trying to sell a product. Not you know that's how you should be. It, it, children, a lot of women, a lot of men haven't risen above the maturity fact to know the difference of that. They don't. They right. do not know the difference, and that's why they go around naked. That's why they go around thinking you know okay. I want the big better girls that's naked. You know that's what they want. But real men are hidden are hidden, and they don't know that these men out here exist. And they do. Good men exist, but they don't see that because all they see is that the guy down the street wants Nicki Minaj, and that's who I'm going to be because I want to be loved. Okay. And that's what it all is. Right. Well, 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 also with this, too. Um, this whole situation when Beyonce cut her hair. Now, I made a comment on Facebook about this, but – the whole thing of Beyonce cut her hair was a trending topic for about four or five days amongst women talking about thinking whether or not they was going to cut their hair. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you comparing your life or, or wanting to look like someone else? You know, like I said, who cares about Beyonce? Who cares about what she looked like? Who cares that, he, that she cut her hair? You know, we need to be talking about 
you know, everything else that's going on with our neighborhoods and within our families or whatever, but it's like a lot of black women were so caught up in that as far as them viewing that is what they need to look like to look sexy or to look good or to look great. Why? And and a lot, I can, I mean, it's probably maybe thousands of, of black women went to the, the beauty salon that next morning and cut, and chopped all their hair off. Just to follow you know that trend. But, but, you exactly. know, I have, I mean, just like the question we posed, as far as what care, what characteristics do men really look for in a wife? The outwardly appearance is a part of it, but overall, man, if you want wife material, you want to be wifey material, whatever you want to call it, you got to be bringing a whole lot more to that table. And, I, I yes, I have to be bringing things to the table also. But at the same time, we're, we're talking about what, what we're looking for, and then the over, overly sexualized young women that are out there now, they, they don't understand that being, uh, nur- you know, nurturing, being, uh, 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 you know, caring, I mean, even just caring about your own self. Like you said, Jen, yes, they do need to care about themselves. But when a, when a man goes out and he gets past that point of looking for the Nicki Minaj or whatever the case may be, he wants more to her than what she's probably willing to offer because that's what she thinks she's supposed to offer at that time. Hmm. I, I'll give an example. When, when I was in college, I think the ratio was 8 to 1 of, of – um, for women to men. So for every eight girls, there was one man. And girls, you should see how these girls acted. You see how these girls dressed. It's because they were so desperate to, to have someone, to link their self with someone, they were willing to do anything. And the guys ate it up, and they loved it. And whoever went the furthest and whoever went, you know, that's who, you know, was the girl, you know, the star of the moment. And I think that a lot of girls, put themselves in that race today because they think that they have, they're in a competition with other women and they think if I go the furthest, if I am the nakedest, you know, I, I'm going to win. I'm going to have someone. And I, I just yeah. think that those guys who, you know, the wonderful men out there who say, I want a mother to my children. I, I want a wife that could be my partner. I want someone who can, you know, join me in this life to build, you know, with me and to build my family, those guys need to step up and speak out instead of lingering in the shadows because a lot yeah. of women just do not realize that those guys are out there. Jean, I'm, I'm going to say this. As a man, what man you know wouldn't want that type of attention? What man you know wouldn't want to feel wanted? But even though some of these girls, if it was the ratio was uh, uh, seven to eight, Seven to ten, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't even get a look at twice, but eight to one. You think a brother wouldn't want that kind of attention? You know what I'm saying? And but see, the thing about it is, you got to look at it like this: if you're in an environment where it's eight to one, leave that environment. I know it ain't that easy, but still, you don't have to put yourself out there like that. You're in school. You're in school. That's the place that you're at. And there's so okay. many women now. Look at black women. How many shows have we had on here saying that black women, and this is a, a proven fact, black women are the least married women in, on the face oh, of this you earth? you go with this right here. You can say that all I mean, they married because their standards are too high. Some of them. And I ain't talking yeah, about some of them. And then some of them get so desperate because they think but, no one is going to want me. I, accept it. Accept it. Some of them yeah. don't have the mentality to know the difference. 
I'm not Except saying. Except that some people aren't as healthy as you. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got a caller that wants to uh, give a comment. Kev, you want to get this caller? Call All right, caller, you are live with the middleman 571. What's up? What's going What's on, going bro? On? What's up, my man? Oh, man, I'm just, uh, I just tuned in, tune in today. Tune in today. I missed the last week, but it's oh. a good topic. It's a good topic today. Thank you. Uh, man, man, you know, well, you know, I don't think that, uh, I don't think the overwhelming, the overwhelming burden should be placed on the woman, me, me in general. You know, I think that man, a woman is a reflection of a man. And if the man ain't strong then it, within the relationship, then I think it's just impossible for the woman just to, you know, just to hold it up while she's with that man. Now, I know that all of us are black males. We uh, we know how strong a black woman can be. Right. So, you know, I think, man, you know, well, I'm not going to say I think. I know that we as black males need to be much stronger. And then our women Amen. will become much stronger. If we stop sagging our pants and pick pick them up off the ground, then, the, then maybe the black woman will start uh, uh, stop wearing these uh these uh, coochie colors and all these different things that they were. I mean, it's a two-sided tale here. I mean, you know, I just can't see myself saying, well, what is uh, what, what the black woman going to do, you know, to be ready for this relationship? Man, you know, because we, we are black men, you know, not all of us, but a predominant lot of us, we ain't doing nothing for the relationship. You know, uh, I read a statistic where it says uh, black women graduate, like, at almost a two-time uh, higher ratio than black men. So you know, with education comes with education comes an understanding of who you are once you become educated. So you know, after the sister educated themselves, they don't want to go back to these same guys that they did walking around walking around the neighborhood doing nothing. Lavelle, I don't disagree with you, but I'm gonna say this: regardless of the education, regardless of what these young men do, the society has put in their brain that this is what you are supposed to be as far as being overly sexual. I've gone to stores with my daughter, and I swear to you, the clothes that they sell in these stores are hooker clothes. You understand me? They're not even, I mean, society is not even giving them a chance to understand what it is to be young women, little girls, or young, you know what I'm saying, young ladies. The first thing they got to see is the wigs, the, the short dresses, the booty, short pants, whatever the case may be. Society is, is implanting our children's mind that section is, is trumped over everything else. That's love, that's God, that's feeling. I agree. And, but and let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, we know, like, uh, you know, from being a father with a daughter, I know that the daughter, uh, she, a lot of times she looks up to the male, you know, for guidance and stuff. You know, you heard the term daddy, uh, daddy little girl, you know what I'm saying? And, and um, so all of that goes back to the men. And we had somebody, you know, spending spending time with these sisters and telling them, hey, this ain't the way to go. This is, you know, this is what, you know, being a woman is truly about. You know, I think that we as African-Americans, a lot of things that happen to us, we have to take and put it up on the back of the entire race. Okay. Well, the thing, okay. The thing, go ahead. Okay, too, not, you know, not, not, not to cut you off. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. If we do that for one person, but then that one person goes and get with what? Her friends who act like that and who dress like that, what's she going to do? I'm still going to want to fit in with my friends. I'm still going to want to dress you know, like how they dress. I think you're normalizing women's lives. Hey, 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 hey,
stupid creatures. I, I mean, it's all, like, I, I can't Come on, believe yeah, you said, like, we like, ain't we, we, This ain't no classism thing. This ain't no woman this, man that. It's just reality. <laughs> It's reality. Yeah. It, you know, look, look it's, it's reality in a lot of ways. I agree with y'all, you know. But then, you know, like, uh, I think about the situation all the time because, you know, you see it every day. No matter, yeah. you know, no matter, no matter where you go, no matter what you're doing, the, the topic that you guys are talking about, you see it every day, you know. But mm-hmm. it all points back to, it all points back to what are we going to do as a whole, as a community of people to stop the situation? Because this can't be stopped. This ain't going to, you know, we're going to be saying the same, having the same conversation 50 years from now. And we just keep talking about it. Somebody's going to have to put it into action. Somebody's going to have to take the proper time and, and, and put it into into these systems. You know what I'm talking about? Because, you know, yeah. at, me being, at me being a black male, you know, I can't just put all the blame on the system. Me, you know, we have black males. We are a big part of the problem, also. Thank I'm gonna go, you, I'm gonna you, go further can I, can I say this? Black can I say people. this to him? Can I say this to him? I think you said something very powerful on a previous show. You said you told your daughters that you know in your household they couldn't watch the Bad Girls Club. You know what that says to your little girl? That I don't want you to think the image of how these ladies are acting is how I expect of you. And when she gets a man, she will have the same expectations for, from that man that you give her, which is going to make her a strong woman. And more fathers need to have those high expectations for their daughters. And like I said, it exactly. is correct. It is linked. It is lame. Exactly. Exactly. Because love and hip hop and bad girls club and basketball wives are raising our teenagers. It's the trash. It's the trash. It's their daily life. It's the trash of black uh, black society, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you for your comment once again, man. Always powerful, man, Lavelle. We appreciate you. Keep listening. You got I'm always comment. listening. Bring yourself I'm back. Listening. You bring yourself back. Right? All right, brother. All right. Well, the thing with that, okay, also. I wanted to bring out was that um, what about the eighty twenty rule? Now we know uh, everybody is you know every person in the world are you know we're all our visual creatures to an extent. You know if you see somebody and you're out, what are you going to look at? You're going to look at what they got on, how they look, how they carry themselves. You know, but we don't know what they got going on within their inner life until later on in, in the conversation. Everyone has um, made made. Um, uh, or gotten into a relationship with somebody, whether it be a friend or an actual boyfriend or girlfriend relationships, where you met this person thinking that they were something, but come to find out they were nothing. You know, so what does that eighty twenty rule like? Does it really matter? Break down the eighty twenty rule for those that don't know, please, sir, and uh, okay. let them know what we're talking know about for those that just tuning in. If you don't know the eighty twenty rule, the eighty twenty rule basically goes off of an eighty twenty eighty is. Um, depending on the type of person, whether they have um, educational background, they can cook clean and all of that, and 20 means that they lack on the look side. But if if you reverse it, they have everything on the look side. They can do everything in the bedroom, but they don't have anything as far as conversation, knowing how to cook clean, knowing how to go and get a job, you know, things like that. And And that's for both men and women, you know, there are 80, 20 or they have eighty percent of what you need and twenty percent of what you want, and you have to your, exactly. your needs versus your wants. Exactly. So, um, I mean, does that really matter though? Is that 
if that's something you factor in when you meet somebody. Because not really. Not really. I mean, being honest, no. Look at it. Normal people don't do but, that. But okay, okay. Well, when you meet somebody, you only put them in four categories. They can either be a potential friend. They can either be a potential cut buddy. They can be boyfriend, girlfriend, or just somebody I can call. That's it. There's only four categories you put people in when you meet them. Mm-hmm. You know, That's opposed true. of opposite sex or whatever. That's true. There's only four categories. So, yes, you are looking at that 80-20 rule. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you break it down that way. So, does that really matter? I mean, like, when you are actually getting to the point of where you are trying to find somebody... Are you going to look at the 80-20 rule as far as what they look like, or are you going to look at the 80-20 rule as far as what they're going to have longevity? Well, we, 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 how about this? We got a call on the line, man, from Colleen, Texas, Miss our man, uh, Donnell Smith. What's up, man? What's going on? What's going on? I've been listening to the whole conversation. Um, as a father, I have an 11-year-old daughter, and this is how, you know, Sexy, yes, that's what men look at today. But as a father, we have to teach our daughters that sex is not going to help you throughout your life. You have to preach that education to that young lady, and you got to stand beside that young lady as she grows. Right. So she don't have to sit here and look at the television and say, hey, I want to be like her. But she only are exposing herself to certain type of men. I would tell you, yeah, as a young man, I did look for sexy. But as you get older, I look for an, an intelligent woman because at the end of the day, sexy going to fade away. Huh. There you go. That's truth right there, there man. Hey, man, um, I, I agree with you because, you know, um, like I was stating earlier with our friend Dr. Reed, man, you know, he was basically saying the same thing because, you know, when you look at it, when you get to a certain point in your life as far as when you're with someone and a woman talking about being overly sexy, how many times as men, we, we I mean, as fellas, period, um, you see a woman that's like, you're looking at her like, why are you dressed like that? And she's like older. You know what I mean? She's an older lady. You're looking at her like, come on, this, this, you, 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 you being a bad example for these young ladies out here. You got the pants all up your closet, and you trying to show your boobs all out like that. Because so she I, don't I, love I, herself. So she's never had that father that tells her. She probably that, did. That she want to be a cougar. Nah, cougar I mean, she daddy. never had that father or that male figure to tell her that sex isn't all about who you are as a person, as a woman, that you are more than that. But Jen, a, a lot of these women are, have, haven't been told that. Then you have common sense, number one. And you have visuals, number two. You know no. right or wrong. Yeah, yeah, yes, you do. Hey, I'm going to agree with the female caller because here's the thing. As men, and we know in society... Who runs a lot of things in society? Men. If a, a man, okay, you, you got a plus-size woman and you got a woman that dress um, very sexy, who you think they're going to they gonna hire for that job? I've been in the Army 21 years. I'm from Columbus, Mississippi. I'm going to tell you, even in the military, they do that. Okay, you have, for instance, you have your command group. Your command group got a secretary. Um, do you think they're going to hire the female that look like she's um, been out there in the field, running up and down in the um, mud? No, they're not. They're going to hire the one that looks like she's a, a sex symbol. And that's what's, that's what's wrong with society. And I would tell you, to me, 
when I look at a woman, she can have on all her clothes. Now, I ain't talking about no tight-fitting clothes. A woman in a business suit looks sexy to me. Mm-hmm. That's not, because at the end of the day, she got that... She got that business suit on. She's a business woman. So at the end of the day, you got a whole package. But we, we are, we as men, have to teach these women. And I agree with what um, the the young lady just said because if you sit here and look at life, if that girl don't have her father in her life, somebody gonna steer her down the wrong road. I agree. Um, you know, when we look at girls, now you know, from the standpoint of that, I definitely agree. But we're talking about grown uh, women because I know just like I've been in the mall with my wife. I know a couple of we've been out there and in the malls with our significant others, period. We walk through the mall. You can't. You got to keep your head straight. You can't have your head on a swivel because everything walking around you is butt booty. And, but you said the key word, Kevin, those little girls grow up to be young women who don't know the difference because they have it embedded in their mind that they equate beauty with their sexuality and, and because that's what they has been embedded in them and then they grow up and don't ever learn the difference and then you have a lot of women walking around just like that where they're in a little girl mind state where they don't know the difference between their sexuality they should be reserved for their husband their life partner their mate whether than everybody else giving it to the, the world and and you have well you have a society where you look down on let's say Muslim people you know I, to me you know I'm not going to wear the hijab because it's not a part of my religion but I respect the hijab you know the people that wear it because it says mm. that my body my temple is reserved right. for my family my husband and I respect that but you have a society that's telling people that that's wrong to even think that look where we live and a lot of people don't have the self love to to know the difference. Mhm. Mhm. Well, also look at it that you know, like this too. Um, I mean, it works both ways. Both ways, as far as with me, you know, like back in the day when you know when the whole situation of uh, like wearing your pants saggy was cool. You know, wearing you know the jerseys were cool. Wearing all the chains, having cars with the box, you know, you know the box Chevys with the rims and stuff like that. Having the dope boy look. A lot of females were drawn to that thug mentality type look. It's it's the same way for, for us guys now. You know, a lot of guys are drawn to that look. You know, like if she ain't, you know, got a booty or she, you know, got a small waist, I, ain't, I don't want you. You know, I don't care what you got going on, I don't want you. But if you think of it on the front end as far as how men think, you know, when we visibly see somebody, you know, nine times out of ten, you know, you're thinking about, um, okay, what do I need to say to get her number so tomorrow I can hit you know what I'm saying? That's what these girls are looking at this too, is that maybe I can try to pull a guy if I dress this way and then I can try to make him become my boyfriend. But he ain't but of course the guy's not thinking that way. He's not thinking, you know what I'm saying, as far as you gonna be my girlfriend tomorrow. No. He's thinking about trying to get them draws later on that day or tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But of course a lot of females they're not looking at it how the guy get it. You know what I'm saying? So if you present yourself it's coming out like that or whatever, what you think the guy's going to do when they come up to you? They're going to come at you like that. You know what I'm saying? But if you present yourself in a womanly manner and, you know, professional at all times or, you know, just having some type of class about yourself or whatever, not saying, not, you know, all women don't have class. A lot of women do. A lot of women do. But if you come out and you got on, you know, shorts that are cutting your butt cheeks or whatever, 
Don't expect the guy not to come up to you and come crazy to you. you know don't ally. Don't lie, Al. You be looking too, don't you? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Donnell, man, we appreciate you for your comment. If you have any other comments, man, you're more than welcome to get back in by pressing one. Okay. All right, appreciate it. Alright. Alright, man, we got another caller, man. We're gonna bring in yeah. Latoya. Did I say your name right? Or I just said it wrong. It's Latoya. Latoya. Hello, Howard. Welcome, Latoya. Hey, you know, sit down somewhere. All right, with that Powerpuff Girl stuff, man. Come, Come on, on now. Go ahead with the coming. Yeah, I just wanted to say that a lot of times the women, when they dress sexy, they want that attention. And a lot of times they get it, but it's, that, it's only that temporary attention. And, you there know, you it doesn't make for getting a, a long-term man. So, like, you probably get a man for that night. Or, exactly. But, you know, not a long-term guy. And, you know, um, some of the men were saying how a real man wants, you know, a woman that's covered up. But, you know, a lot of times the young men, all they want is, you know, the sexy. And, it, like you said, it takes a real man to mature and know that he wants more than that. But it's like exactly. like um, the lady was saying, it's not, not a lot of them speaking up. And tell them that, you know, well, you don't have to dress with your butt hanging out and your breath hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Mm-hmm. But, see, one thing about it was this whole conversation started off from an article that a young man posted up on Facebook. And there are a lot of men out there that, you know, I mean, it's to the point now where, okay, you, we know you look good, but it, it has gotten to the extreme where, it, yeah. I mean, women are basically walking around booty butt naked. And it was to that point where... You know, we're, we're look, you know, a lot of men are looking at it like, come on now, you know, show some type of sensibility about yourself. Show us some something more to you than just your sex right. or sexiness. Well, like, I mean, well, like I was saying, well, a lot of women don't know how to get that man's attention. Like, like uh, the guy was saying, they want to dress sexy and then, you know, go home and be the woman. You know what I'm saying? Because the real right. man who do want the good woman, they looking at the ones with the boot hanging out. You know what I'm saying? So, how do we get there, Tim? But, but, okay, but you also have, you know, those drama of men who do want a good woman. But those women that they approach and they're approaching the correct way, that woman don't want them because of how they approach them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he may, be, he may be the man that treats you like a queen. You know what I'm saying? But you don't want him. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the boring guy. You want the right. next exciting guy, <laughs> like the, like the, um, like the quick, you know, um, the quick, uh, the quickie guy, you know, the, you know, the instant gratification guy. That's what you want, you know what I'm saying? But right. you know, that's what society puts in front of us, though. Society puts that out there because I was in the mall yesterday, and every time I turn around, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how old these girls were because they were dressing like grown women. You know what I'm saying? To me, right. grown women, you know, just like grown women in a strip club, you know, and they had all the hair color, and they had the Nicki Minaj look, and they had the Beyonce look, and they had, you know, the love and hip-hop type look and stuff like that. Why? You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, is that the style? Maybe. Maybe. Well, but, it also goes back to what um, the lady was saying about the fathers needing to be there, to be that example to show the women what they should want in a man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I try to leave. And a lot of these girls, nobody else. 
up. So a lot of these girls date the bad boys or attracted to that guy who steps into them. Because when they have, you know, the, the shocking dress on, you, you're you going to get that one guy who's bold and he's going to step up to you, your mom, you know. they A lot of women are looking for strength. Same thing goes back to they want their fathers. They want a man that's strong. I don't care what woman you are, you want that strong man to, to handle you, to, to be that man in your life. And a lot of women think, that, you know, that aggressive type in in the back of his mind, like you just said, that he just wants sex for the night. But in her mind, exactly. I want that strong man to, to handle right. me, to be my man, to do that. But that's right. not the same thing that's happened. And the, and the reason why they don't know how to communicate, like, to know the difference, again, they don't love themselves. I'm Also, too, we can't, you know what I'm saying, forget about the mother aspect of it, too. The mother also has to teach their daughters how to present themselves as a woman in public, too. You know what I'm saying? Just because your dad is one now, that don't mean your mama can't show you how to do it, too. Because mama had trial and error herself as well. Exactly. So through her trial and error, my daughter should be able to come up and be a better woman than I was when I was her age through my trial and error. You know, my, you know, I wasn't raised by my biological father. You know, I was raised by a stepfather or whatever. But my mother taught me how to treat women. You know what I'm saying? She taught me how to treat a woman better than how, you know, my dad treated my mother, better than my stepfather treated my mother. You know what I'm saying? That's what she taught me. So a, a mother can do the same for her daughter. You know what I'm saying? If you Very want true. to Very have true. those great qualities in a woman, you know, because it's a lot of females growing up these days that do not know how to cook. You know, they do not know how to clean. A lot of guys are learning how to cook and clean because, you know, I mean, a lot of women don't know how to do it, so they got to do, do it for themselves. You know what I'm saying? I've met a and lot of females that, that don't they know don't how to They don't know how to. A lot of women think exactly. that's cute. Oh, I don't, I don't know how to, and they and they think that's cute when it's not. It's not cute. So well, you should also have the women that think that is. Uh, you know, like a man that's trying to take her back to the caveman days, even to ask her to cook in the kitchen nowadays. Right. How dare you ask right. me to cook? How dare you ask me to clean up my house? What? Exactly. You know, so, but, uh, but Latoya, we thank you for your call and comment. If you got another comment, you know, definitely press one uh, again. Um, we'll appreciate it. Thank you. But, thank, thank you for the girl power. <laughs> and Jim. Um, but <laughs> as far as what the next generation is going to consist of, will the next generation consist of sexy, unmarried women with a bunch of kids, or will it, or will the next society consist of educated, motherly, supportive wives? Mm. What do you guys think? I think it's going to be a generation of over. I mean, we all we're seeing it now. We're yeah. seeing it now. We're, we're seeing the results of. Society overly sexualizing our young women now. You know, I mean, dude, they got dresses that are the size of wristbands that they wear. Wristbands. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, dude, the life skills, the things that, that need to be taught to these young ladies are not taught because, you know, there's other aspects, and I'm not going to say it because I know I'm going to rile Jen up, but uh, there's a couple of things out there that's pushing that attitude. There's a couple of things that's pushing this thought process, you know. But, um, Jen, I'm going to put you on the spot. 
Come on, Gary. Here we go. Don't read that. Don't read what sparked this whole thing, Jen. Yeah. Okay. Come on now. Okay. This is, this, is, this is what sparked this whole conversation right here, y'all. And if you're just tuning in, the topic of this show is tired of sexy. What else do you bring to the table? And this is from a black man, y'all. Go ahead and hit it, Jen. Well, the post says, are black women sexy? No doubt. When it comes to sexiness, sisters have no equal. But I, but can I be honest with you? I'm actually tired of sexy black women. Now hear me out on this please. Sexiness doesn't mean jack snot, not in the grand scheme of things. Visual appealing, yes, but I can't eat sexiness. Sexiness won't help me pay these bills or pay off our student loans. Sexiness won't qualify for a mortgage or get the IRS off of my back um, long enough to make the next big business move. Sexiness won't help me raise these kids. Neither will it teach my daughters their true worth and value in this world. Most black men looking for a relationship want a youthful woman. Visually appeal alone won't cut it. Besides, there is so many black women competing to be the sexiest, it's not even a race worth entering. Can you cook? Do you clean? Do you have mothering skills? Do you love your father, respect him, respect other black men in general? Have you devastated yourself of relationship baggage? Can you hold a conversation about real world events? And no, love and hip hop doesn't count. Do you have a real relationship with a God? Or do you follow the fake one many American Christians have invented for themselves because he's more tolerable than the actual truth? These are the kind of questions discerning men are asking nowadays. So if sexiness is all you bring to the table, you can keep it. I'd rather have a woman of pure, unadulterated substance. And I'm sure I speak for most conscious-thinking brothers out there on this one. There's a new breed of black men out there, ladies, and we ain't settling for a second best or taking any shorts. Either you come correct or go with Tyrone. That's that's all many of you are used to dealing with anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, and we appreciate that. Hey, we'll definitely appreciate Thank you that. Thank very that, much, uh, Jen. That Thank post, you. Man. I, I so thought it was man. true, and I and I applaud because, like, I think that more brothers need, or not even just brothers, like, more people in our society need to stand up and promote family. And this promotes family. This that's what it speaks to me. Promotes family because you have to have substance. Who cares who you're sleeping with? If you're sleeping with multiple partners or, or living this, you know, different partner every night lifestyle. Families, for our society to grow, for our society to change, we're going to have to go back to supporting families. And that means stepping up, getting married. And, and men, you know, you're going to have to step up and come out of the woodworks and say, these are the women that I want. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and also, too, like, we got to stop counting a lot of these women out based off of one thing that they do wrong or one thing that, that you don't like about them. If you like everything else about them, you know, maybe that one thing could be something you can work with them with because everybody has flaws. You know, if you if you say you want to, you know, say be in a relationship with a woman or a man, you know, look at yourself first and then, you know, saying go to them, you know. And, and you know, that person could actually be that one that can complete you. You know, you have, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. So it's always great to get with somebody who can, uh, strengthen your weaknesses and help them become strengths within yourself. So 
always look at that and stop counting out, you know, that one person that could possibly be great for you based off of one thing that they don't have. You know, you, everybody is not going to marry a supermodel. Everybody is not going to marry, you know, um, the Carrie Washington of I Think I Love My Wife, that movie. You know, everybody is it's not going to marry that type, you know. But you will have your queen, you know, who was designed exactly for you. And she will be there for you throughout the remainder of your life if you're willing to take that, you know. So I always think about that, man. Stay positive, stay motivative, and, you know, let's get our society back where it needs to be. I think we need to get back to love, man, because love is one of the components that is missing in the whole sexiness conversation. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Well, I love you when your sexiness is gone. Yep. Think about it. If your if your body starts drooping and everything else hanging everywhere else, you all wopsided. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can I, Go ahead. Can I give a shout out? This Thursday, my parents were married for 35 years, Dang. and you know I was talking to my mom, you know, about that, and, and you know, just to to stick with someone that long, and to you know. After you know everything is erased, you know you're you're not 21 anymore, and and you're not you know you know have all these big ideals, and everything is erased. And I my friend is here. This is the message that she gave me. This is my friend, and I think that more people need to to hold on to that thing that you're looking for a partner that's that's going to be your friend to have your back, and that's a whole purpose and structure of, of marriage. And you know, like I said, more people need to start promoting it. Yeah. Agreed, agreed, and that's one big part of it too, man. What um, I mean, the the part of it as far as when you say the the, the next generation, man, what can we do to change this whole image that these young women have embedded in their brains now? Because I mean, we don't control media, we don't control any part of it. Um, we but we don't control, control the schools, we don't control a lot of things. But what can we do to help? them understand that this is not right. This is not what you need to be presenting yourself as. Man, it starts in the house. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it starts it starts at home. You know, if you have positive parenting and and you have great grandparents and great uncles and stuff like that and, and, and great aunts, it's man, it starts there. You know, it starts by teaching your kids, you know, how to choose your friends wisely and not choosing friends who are followers. You know, um, I mean, it's going to church, man, understanding, you know, your own spirituality, and that will help, you know, with your emotional side. You know, also having that that strong backbone, you know, with your parents will definitely help your spirituality and your emotional side. So it always starts there, man, and and parents out there, you know, those those parents who are strict on their kids, man, I applaud you. You know, I'll follow them. And also, strict on their lives. yeah, exactly. If you know what your kid is doing every single day of their life, you're a great parent. Great parent. Because a lot of parents don't care these days. You know what I'm saying? But there are some parents out there that give their kids, you know, a little leeway so they can learn to experience things. But there are some parents that, you know, also with that, when they experience something and it's a negative experience, they come back to them and teach them why you don't do this no more. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's also important. Oh, go ahead, Alfie. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, the 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 parenting aspect is a is a big thing, and parenting can be from anybody who's an elder in your life. True that. 
Yeah. And I and I if I if I may say really quickly, when I say like strict on your lives, a lot of people are selfish parents. You know, as a woman, as a mother, you shouldn't have your son see you with multiple partners because that gives him a loose aspect of women in general. Well, women don't care about themselves, don't care about men. They have multiple partners. They use and and a lot of women teach their sons that, and they grow up to be misogynistic. You know, women abusers because it starts again with at home, and a lot of you know, daddy, step up and teach your daughters how to love themselves. And, you know, and the more that we do that and the more that we step up, the next generation will change. Most definitely, man. I mean, hey, I let them know what we talked about. We had a couple of people tuning in. Shouts out to our man, Southside out there. I like that Hello record. Liking the new record with uh, with uh, Gorilla Zone, man. Appreciate you for tuning in. Yeah, today we talked about uh, Tired of Sexy. What else do you bring to the table? And some of the characteristics in which, you know, women are looking for now is actually what is sexy to them. You know, what is their, they're their happy, you know. Sexy is, I guess, what's making them happy. So what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to be a sexy black woman? Um, what is, what makes a woman desirable for her king? You know, what are the characteristics of men look for in a wife? Does that 80-20 rule really matter? Do men really want a woman who looks sexy and can do acrobatic stuff in the bedroom and can't cook and clean? Or do we want somebody who can do all of that? Also, we also talked about the next generation. You know, what will society consist of? Will it consist of sexy, unmarried women with a bunch of kids? Or will the society consist of educated, motherly, supportive wives? So we thank you guys for tuning in to uh, the Middleman Talk Show to today. Uh, you want to um, join our Facebook page, um, just type in the Middleman Talk Show and request to join our page, and you can see our posts and, and, and updates, and you can get updates on our next shows. Um, also, if you have a, uh, a show topic that you would like for us to discuss, hey, hit us up into our um, into our Middleman Show. You can also email us at wearethemiddleman at gmail.com. Um, also check out our Tuesday morning takeover Which is our strictly R&B um, Underground R&B um, uh, Music show R&B, yeah. independent, independent R&B music show From 10 a.m. Eastern time To 12 p.m. Eastern time Every Tuesday Also check us out every Thursday night show Where we have the talk of the town This is our um, music oriented show um, It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern time Definitely check us out man And Every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, same little man show, same little man radio. Most definitely. Can I say, ladies, please press number one. And so you see what happens to me on a, you know, every week that's happened to me, you know, these guys are coming with their little opinions, and I have to set them straight. You know, shout out to the girl power that was showed today. Need more of it. Matter of fact, let's give a shout out to the gentleman that, what's the gentleman name that uh, wrote this article? Uh, Max Major. Mac Major, man, you know, we appreciate you, man, for bringing up this topic. Man, I think it's something we need to talk more about. You know, we do discuss our young men out here. We do, you know, tell us, you know, tell our young men the things that they need to do to be better men. But, you know, as a, as a, as a whole, as a people, we need to get our people together, the young men and the young women, to show them how to present themselves as young men and young women, black women, black males. Um, I know we got one caller right here. We're going to take this caller before we go ahead and close out this show right here. This is our man, Trooper. What's up, Trooper? What's going on? What's up, bro? How y'all doing, man? That's a good topic. 
Hey, let me go and get right to the point, man. A, a lot of uh, a lot of what's going on in today's society with young women, especially those who strive to be sex symbols in the arena of relationships or whatever type of relationship that exists that they try to get connected to, is that they they themselves have been uh, the behavior that they project is a learned behavior, man. They grew up with that type of stuff and they learned it from somewhere. You know, there's nothing in the world wrong with being a beautiful person, and that's a good thing. A woman should be, uh, uh, should consider herself beautiful, and I would mm-hmm. hope men would consider women beautiful, but at least yeah. have uh, some type of aptitude, a beautiful mindset to go with your looks. Because most women, most women die there. I, actually, I used to go with a woman like that, beautiful girl in every sense of the way of the word, but she was a box turtle when it came to thinking. You know, she, she got her weight. I'm serious. She gained, you know, people like this have a tendency to gain their weight through life by simply relying on the way that they look. But once right. they get involved with the situation and then the guy realizes that the chick really ain't too tight up top, then, you know, she the situation gets spoiled. You know what I'm saying? So why why put yourself through that? You know, have some brains. Have some, some brains, some education, some some aptitude and intellect to go with that pretty face that you got and that beautiful body that you got. And most women right. that you see, most of them, I ain't saying all of them because there are some pretty women out there with some pretty brains too. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I'm saying, for, for the most part, we're, we're, we're experiencing a lot of what we're experiencing based on their upbringing. And these days in society, babies just have the babies. So if they seeing that their mama getting tired with her looks, and the type of men that she attracts is the type of men that normally want to have sex with her. Just she becomes a spontaneous impulse, just an impulse objective in a man's life. And she ends up seeing her mama going through these things, her auntie or whoever going through these things, these type of guys. And then these guys leave, and then she got another guy. He leaves, and then she got another guy. Because all of the guys that she's getting, she's getting these guys by dangling her looks in their face. So we go for that. And once we go for that, that's all we see you as an object of beauty and sexual gratification. We don't see you as a wife. We don't see okay. you as a, uh, uh, you know, we don't see you as the things that you would like to be treated because you don't project the type of character and personification to magnetize that type of treatment to yourself. You're using your looks. So if we see that, then nine times out of ten, that's what we're going to base on. And we're never going to marry so get that out of your mind. You're never going to get married because you don't possess what it takes to be a wife. And it got to have more than just your looks to be a good wife. Other than that, you're just the optical satisfaction, man. That's all. Man, broke down very well. There's nothing but a picture. You're just a picture. You, you, we, put you, we bring you to the house, put you on the wall, and every now and then look at you. Other than that, if you fall... And your frame break, who cares? We'll get another. That goes back to the question, what else are you bringing to the table other than your looks? Um, I know we got a friend out there right now that's listening online, uh, Miss Burks. Uh, I want you to go ahead and call in because she's she's wondering, are we talking about young girls uh, that don't really know any better, uh, but not the mature middle-aged women? Period. Because it ain't just the young girls. A lot of the older sisters use their tactic, too. Because they, a, lot, a lot of the older sisters are, are, are zapped into a world that is being regulated by younger women. 
And so a lot of them trying to trying their best to go with the flow of time and try to become relevant by time. So look how the older women are dressing. They're dressing mm-hmm. like the young women are dressing. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 purchasing things that a younger woman would purchase just all all for the sole reason to be relevant and prevalent in these days of time. And I agree. This, what, how old is the average forty year old man nowadays? What, 27, 30, 35? You know, so that's so so therefore they get in a situation where the guy end up realizing that there's no future with me being with this woman. I'm sitting up there 27, 28 years old with a 45-year-old woman. She's just sucking all my young years up. And so that doesn't work. Because equality in relationship and compatibility in relationships is very vital to the longevity of the relationship. That's why it's important to determine whether you're compatible with a person, age-wise, intellectually-wise, financially-wise. These things are very important aspects of the longevity and the staying power of the relationship. If you don't have the, if you just have looks, it's not going to work for you. It's a hit quick, might last three, four months. The average relationship that, that a woman pull based on her looks don't go no further than seven or eight months. And then that's it. Man, Trooper, man, we appreciate you for that right there, man. I mean, what you just said was was powerful in itself. I know, Jen, you probably have some issues with certain things, but it is the truth, Jen, broken down to the no, last No, I wasn't disagreeing about. with what he says. And, 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 in fact, you know, I don't think he said anything quite different. Okay. Um, All right. All right. Yeah. Man, Trooper, once again, man, we thank you for the, for the call, man. Thank you for the words, man. Make sure you spread the word about the show, man. When you get ready to put your um, show together, man, let us know so we can help you support that also. All the time, man. All the time, man. Oh, yeah, be on the lookout for that new album about to drop. Always look a man in his eye, man. It's coming to you in the hood near you. Most Street definitely. All right. Yeah. All right, y'all, we got one more caller before we get out of here. Call us uh, 418. You're live with the middleman. What's up? Is this Rita? No, actually, Kevin, this is, this is Gerard. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, 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 Jen, I was going to let you make it today, baby, but 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 my guy that just got off the phone was on a roll, and, and you really just kind of killed what he said, saying he didn't say nothing different. Jen, clean the wax out your ear, baby, and let me tell you something. <laughs> he basically said, in a nutshell, we need more feminine leadership. You got older women <laughs> trying to be younger women. So guess what? The younger women don't have an older example to follow. Ooh. Ooh. Again, we're all college educated on this phone. I expected better of you. But I'm not going to be on you too bad today, baby. You know, I'm going to say what I got to say. And I know we got to end the show. Kevin, Alan, I'm glad y'all used that topic. I thought it was a great topic. You know, that's why I tagged y'all in it. Most but, uh, definitely. Thank I'm going to get on off and let y'all turn us on to that, man. And I, and I appreciate y'all doing this topic today. Most definitely. Great we show. thank you for putting us up onto that topic right there. Like Al said earlier, if any of y'all got any topics that y'all want to put out there, you know what I'm saying? Our man Gerard always putting up great uh, relational relationship-type topics, man. He have great relationship-type uh, uh, conversations with a lot of people. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We appreciate all of you guys out there that, that turn us on to these type of topics. Um yeah, my my friend, Miss Larita Burst, I'm I'm just about mad at her because she over here typing my butt off and and won't call in for this one. She over here saying some stuff. I ain't gonna say nothing because I know it's gonna start something. 
Oh, and uh, if Kevin, y'all want to catch me, I will be on the Tammy Tubbs show that is out of Tupelo slash Sotillo. September the 5th, we'll be discussing African-American relationships similar to this topic. So if y'all want to catch me on that, I will be on that September 15th. We shooting the show. Yeah, you better be promoting our show too, bro. All the time. You know I'm going to give y'all yeah. credit. Thank Much you. Much love. I'm going to see y'all. <laughs> Just play it, Gerard, man. Thank you, man. All right, man, this is a great topic, great uh, conversation, man. I really appreciate everybody that called in today uh, from Trooper, Gerard, Lavelle, Latoya, or Latanya, I'm sorry, um, all the people that are listening online, all the people that listen across the country, spread the word. Like Al said, no, we're here every Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, man, we're going to have another great topic next coming up next Sunday. I got something I want to play, but I'm not going to play it because I know it's going to start something. But, uh... <laughs> Once again, make sure y'all tune in. You can go back and listen to this show. In about five minutes, you can download this show on iTunes. Um, Al, tell them, about, tell them about that app that they need to get to uh, listen on their phones for this. Um, if you have an iPhone, you will need to get the app called Podcast. And under Podcast, you can just type in the Middleman Talk Show, and our um, our feed will come up where you can actually download the, the previous shows for free, and you can listen to all our previous shows that we've ever did since we've been in existence since 2009. So download the podcast app and type in the Middleman Talk Show. All right. She just called us a show with us. I'm so mad at her right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, let's go, man. We up out of here. Jen, you would love to have her on this phone, but it ain't going to happen today, buddy. Look, call back. We'll revisit this uh, subject again. Thank you for the girl power. Alright, we out, y'all. The middle men shouted, Big Crit shouted. Now nah, I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening in the middle me? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle me. Hey, y'all. I don't know if y'all yep. know this, but I just got a text message from Nick Eaton. Hear me walking. Hear me walking. In Milwaukee. You oh, trying to go to a Brewers game? Oh, great for him then. <laughs> great for I him. I called him Ross Worst. Oh, hey man, uh, we may see him this Tuesday. Make sure y'all tune in that that Tuesday morning takeover. Great, great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, hey, we going for real now. Out of here. Out of here. Have a good week, everybody. Somebody fix our air. It's hot in here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.